Previously on Real Fantasy Encounters. Maja? I'm gonna go get the others and make sure they're okay. Uh, be safe. You too. Three robed figures wearing this skeletal makeup emerge from the darkness. Time for the first murder of the game. I'm going to swing down with the samurai sword. Um, and she is dragged into the spirit world with you. She's, she's too good at being a ghost. I don't like this at all. Nico? Ah, oh, yes. Dinner. Welcome back to Real Fantasy Encounters, where we're continuing our Breakfast Cult campaign. Breakfast Cult is written by Etten and uses the Fate Accelerated system. My name is Aaron, and I'll be the GM. I'm joined by Seamus. Hi, I'll be playing Saffron Spirit Caller. Charlie? Hey, I'll be playing Maja Olsen II. And Nick. Hi, I'll be playing responsible hammer crab owner Rudy Asiari. <laughs> Last time on Real Fantasy Encounters, Saffron confronted his grandfather's killers. Uh, Maja confronted Rudy about his involvement in the art club racket, and Rudy committed soul murder against mysterious skull wizards. It was a. I big, think that's accurate. It was a big <laughs> session. Yeah, <laughs> a lot right. of things happen. That happened. <laughs> I love that it's specifically soul murder and not just normal murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, as you know, that lady was dragged we, kicking and screaming through the airway by Neko. We did see her soul get uh, torn to shreds and eaten. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think we did. I think we You didn't saw, see it get eaten. We, we saw it get torn, torn, like, torn, dragged away. I mean, yeah, yeah. Neko's going to put a, a mouse mask on it first. <laughs> yeah. I, I heard a lot of loud chomping noises from the next room. And I just... <laughs> True my own conclusions. <laughs> uh, as always, we start in the white room, um, uh, where the, the cleaner is still uh, got you on record. It says, so you admit to infiltrating the broom closet. I mean, when you put it like that, like, yeah, we, we kind of like, went in there, yeah. But it was like totally essential. Like, we weren't just going to let him die. We definitely weren't the first people to infiltrate the broom closet. <laughs> He goes, what do you mean by that? There's infiltrators on infiltrators. You got cults in there? At least two. <laughs> he, like, he pens this down um, specifically and like, like jabs, jabs uh, the notepad and pushes the, the recording mic a little closer to you, Saffron. And he goes, so are you still dead? That's difficult to explain. Kind of, but... Also not. 
Um, the, the, yeah, he leans back in his chair and then directs his question to you, Maja. And he says, your father came to the island. Do you want to elaborate on that? I mean, uh, yeah, I guess. And that's where we cut to you. Uh, you were still in the back of this limousine. Yeah. Um, and your, your driver, like, is, is, like, kind of cruising, cruising through the street, um, uh, after the lockdown at the broom closet. How do you get in contact with your dad? Um, so there's, like, this, this phone that's on the inside of the limousine. It's, like, inside of every single one of the limousines, and it just has one number in it. It's just, like basically a direct line to the mansion to home it's it's basically like that big red phone for the president in movies it's just to my dad <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um uh when you dial that number um uh, i think there is a cutaway to the, like a huge mahogany dining room um uh, table um and a butler comes out with a telephone on, on like a, a silver, silver dish. Platter. Yeah, um. and it's like it's one of those rooms that could easily like one of those tables that could fit easily like a solid eighty people, mm-hmm. and he's just there by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Your your father um uh, is huge, like he is a huge dude. Yeah, um, yeah. He is he is like uh you know at least two and a half three feet across in the chest. He's that big. Um, uh, and, um, like, his, his arms are, like, the size of tree trunks. Um, uh, on one of his arms, um, uh, is, like, a claw. Um, uh, like, like, Dr. Claw style. Um, from Gadget, <laughs> Inspector Gadget. Um, uh, That's a throwback and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> the second movie was filmed... I, know. I didn't know that until recently. <laughs> I saw a TikTok about it. <laughs> oh my god, really? That's how you yes, found out? That's oh, how man. I found out. Where did Dox this, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, actually, that's probably. It was filled. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll cut like... that out. Um, uh, and when, when he sees, he sees the phone, like, his, his eyebrows shoot up and he looks kind of happy. Um, uh, uh, so, he, like, he picks up this telephone receiver with his big mitt, uh, and into the phone and he goes, Hi, Sugar Lily. Hey, Daddy. Um, he goes, how can I help my beautiful daughter today? Um, I've actually got, like, a couple things, but, you know, first of all, how you doing? Uh, I'm well, I'm well. I'm trying something a little different with my facial hair. And there's, like, a cutaway to his face where he has, like, a tan line from the moustache oh, as he no. shaved off. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, in, in the background, you hear his, like, claw hand wearing as it, like, like shifts around and, like, goes to angle in and pick up, like, a martini. Yeah. Um, and you hear him sipping away at it. As you know, it's 10 a.m. in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, yeah. Uh, these, you know, like, it's, it's a typical day for him. Doing nothing. Doing 10 nothing. in the morning, already on the martini. Already on the yeah, martini. Ma- yeah, man. Respects. <laughs> um... So school's been doing good. Uh, student council, like, stuff is so fun. I just, like, have a few teeny questions about some stuff that's going on at the school. Because the president was like, you're totally helping him out with some, like, building stuff at the moment. Oh, yeah. It's a mammoth undertaking, darling. Uh, waste repository stuff. Yeah, I wanted to know, is, is it business or is it, like, 
business? Uh, <laughs> in uh, the, without italicization, he goes, oh, it's business. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure how to put this, but there's like a bunch of like, so they're trying to indoctrinate me into this weird cult thing. Do you, do you know like that whole sunrise thing? Like, I don't know how much work you've been doing like with sunrise lately, but they've got like this like hinky thing going on in the repository, like under this school. They're trying to like drug people and stuff. And they asked me to come join. And I just wanted to like touch base, see if you like knew anything, because that seems like something we should have info on. If not, we need to start gathering. You hear um uh, a glass shatter <laughs> through the phone receiver. Um, uh, and then he goes, a cult? Uh, yeah, they were like, um, uh, they kept on talking about like a grandfather and like drinking the golden juice or something. I don't, I didn't really follow. There was a lot of like, uh, yeah, it was real spooky and like totes super out of science-y. And like, not that that's inherently bad, but like they were totally talking about like drugging the entire island and indoctrinating us. And I wanted to know if you had any sort of like, I don't know, ideas about that. Also, there's like a different cult. They were wearing like Day of the Dead masks and stuff and they were like wiping. I don't, I'm just, do you, do you know of any different groups on the island at all, Daddy? <laughs> Someone... he, he's, he's deathly silent on the other end of the line and you actually hear like shuffling, like scuffling urgently. Um, and there is like a cutaway to him like pulling on this huge fur coat um, uh, with the phone receiver still up against his ear and the butler like trailing him out the door. Your door's slamming. I yeah. love that I love that the image that this is like an old Yeah, it's like, an old corded phone. Corded yeah. phone. That's wireless. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just it's not plugged into the wall yeah, through no, a phone line. Yeah, no, it's completely wireless. It's, it's just aesthetic. It's just aesthetic. Yeah, and so and I can hear this. I'm like, you don't know, like I wanted to know if you'd like done like business business with any of these groups before and if not cuz like if we like blow the roof off on both of them we i don't know if there's anything to gain out of these two before we like shut it down because it's totally something we need to shut down because it's like soup's not good because they're killing people well they're trying to at least but i figure we should try and get like will you be the best person to ask on how to like you know milk as much resources as we can before we know you know pop the cork on this one also i'm fearing for my life <laughs> You um, uh, you hear like like um, in in the distance, um, uh, like a helicopter, <laughs> um, uh, starting up, um, uh, and he says, uh, uh, "Listen, honey, but the opportunity is always there to do business, business with with you know our clients, but uh, this is kind of uh, giving me the heebie-jeebies." Oh my god, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, I think like I'm totally down for a visit because you're like the best person to help, but I think like keep the reason on the DL so we can like figure it out because I don't want to like you know set off alarm bells and have all you know resources and you know evidence scattering uh-huh he says um and he's like like, like shouting <laughs> orders to, to other people at, at the manor um the like and, and like uh, at the same time um uh, the chauffeur's um the phone starts lighting up mm -hmm. um uh, and uh, he like like looks at it anxiously and he goes oh like <laughs> like he's freaking out um as he's maintaining the speed um he goes listen darling i'm i'm glad that you're ready for a visit because i think it's about time that i come to that school of yours and see what they're actually teaching you <laughs> yeah and it would be such a good like 
chance for me to, you know, maybe like take on a little bit more, you know, responsibility with business business with inside the school, like make some connections. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And remember, we're going to maintain our brand as the most, most ethical alchemical leaders. Yeah, that's also what I'm really concerned with. We'll talk more when you get here. Mm, absolutely, darling. I can't wait to meet the um, clubs that you've been to. Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh, yeah. Um, uh, we cut to you, Rudy, and you are still in the dormitory. It is, it is like early evening. Mm. It's about 5 p.m. right now. Um, and you, you're like recovering at the dormitory from your excursion to the broom closet. Yeah, my room is like turned inside out. And I assume there is no crab anywhere. No crab, no. No. Um, uh, you will recall, however, uh, Saito's heavy involvement with the crab in the past. Yeah, I do. Um, uh, the the um, uh, Lorelei comes out of her room <laughs> and um, she goes, oh, Hey, man. Uh, Lorelei, hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. We never hang anymore. We, it's been a really big week. Yeah, but ever since the seance, I feel like things have been weird between us. Things were a little weird. You know, I went into the forest that night. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? You guys, you guys like have a heart to heart or something? It was uh, a little more tense than that. We kind of had a big argument. Things are weird between me and him. Things are weird between me and Marja. <laughs> and she goes, yeah. Uh, anyway, like, I, I know you're hanging out with my dad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> she, she, like, she, like, looks, looks kind of crestfallen. I, now, I, I want to be clear. Like, I'm not approaching your dad to hang out. Okay, that like... sounds really bad. <laughs> that sounds really bad the way you phrase that. It just keeps happening. He, um... Got me out of some tough situations. Yeah. Um, anyway, man, if you wanna, you wanna have like a cult meeting at some time. I love that. Promise it will happen. What day is it today, Lorelai? Oh, it's it's Thursday, right? Thursday. So it's not going to be able to happen tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> My calendar's not normally this busy, you know. <laughs> She goes, uh, that's that's fine, man. I'm, I'll be in my room if you need me. Yeah. And she makes like a peanut butter and salami sandwich and then goes back to her room. Mm. That actually sounds really good. No, it does not. Yeah, it does. <laughs> no, it does <laughs> not. It's, it's just like a fucking, it's like a, it's just like a fucking uh, meat, meat and cheese board. But sounds like, like a monstrosity. It sounds so good. <laughs> Somebody back me up on this, please. Aaron, you made it. <laughs> uh, I'm biased on the issue. Um, <laughs> oh, man. That, yeah, no, I'm I would absolutely that. demolish a peanut butter and salami yeah. sandwich. Like hot suppressor. Oh, my God. Mm. Um, anyway. So, yeah, the, uh, I'm just keeping track of the things I need to do in my head so I'm not getting distracted by every single crab that goes missing. <laughs> Look, I can, I can knock down two birds with one stone here because... Uh, I need to get back in touch with the... I need to head to Wonderland. Hopefully Saito will be there and um, Computer Head. Sorry. Overlord. Overlord, Overlord will be there as well. <laughs> and hopefully um, Saffron will have kept his promise and he'll have come back there. 
Um, yeah, and she's like, I haven't seen him around in a while. Like, it's been, what, like two days? <laughs> yeah, he's been... Uh, I mean, you saw the whole uh, doxing thing. He got God. Oh, wow, that was, like, real? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's, um... Yeah, I don't know how many pairs of underwear you have, but one of... <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Oh, I fucking hate Ruth. Ruth Saffron, <laughs> right under the bus. I'm trying to help her because I'm, <laughs> I'm saying one, like one of them's still in the room. I think so. Like if you're running low on laundry day, you may have to find a way to sneak back in there. Ah, oh, I'm throwing you under the fucking bus. <laughs> the first chance I fucking get. Saffron <laughs> knows none of this. We're all best friends. <laughs> she kind of goes. Right, and then she like flitters down with like the plate in one hand, and like like knocks your door ajar, and uh, she she like like kind of sneakily edges her head around and is like looking for the pile, but it's under your bed, and she doesn't want to intrude, <laughs> but also apparently you intruded. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, she she goes, Rudy, I get it, man. They're, People need their space sometimes, so if you don't want to hang out, it's fine. I just hope that there's nothing weird between us, that's all. There's legitimately nothing weird between us. Cool. And she takes a bite of the sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes, well, you want to find me if you need me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, um, are the buses still running at this hour? Yeah. Okay, awesome. So I've got to head down to town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We can cut to you getting there if you want. Yeah. So you want to uh, pick up with uh, Saffron at all before that happens? I mean, you were in the car with me, weren't I'm you? I'm still in the car with Marge. Whatever that's going, that's where I'm going. Mm. I just kind of realized I haven't had a chance to talk to you, like, at all no, since see, I talked with Rudy. There's this problem, right, where I'm dead. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't talk to you. <laughs> I literally can't talk well, to you. You could die. Then you could talk oh, to me. Oh, man. I feel like, you know, getting shit out of my dad will be a lot harder if I'm dead. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I do have a good idea. Um, first of all, do we want to talk about, we did actually get a major milestone. Yes. Oh, session. yes. We should talk about that and I'll lead into the good plan I have that you could do to talk to Marja. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I might as well go through what I did first for the major milestone. Yep. Um, I increased my quick... Uh, from a B to an A, um, I have created a new um, stunt, which is Unbound Soul, um, a plus two to Clever when um, rationalizing, interacting with the world, physical plane. Um, and I have a new concept. Uh, my new concept is uh, cat food. Um Oh, and I've also changed my student aspect, which is now killed by a spirit blade. Um, yeah, because that unbound soul thing uh, does give you more poltergeisty powers. Um, you do have an unconscious body in that car. If you want to give possession a crack. Oh my god! <laughs> do you want to mull that over while we go over ours and Nick's level ups? <laughs> yeah, I'll mull that over for just a minute. <laughs> Nick, you want to go? Yeah, I, I dropped my glyphs note stunt and replaced it with sword subby. Uh, whenever Rudy has to use the Spirit Blade because Saffron can't, I get to use Saffron's quick rating. And um, the other stunt I did was uh, Punk Pop Quiz, where I get a plus two to sneakily cheating on tests and quizzes. 
because I'm going to fuck up these pop quizzes from now on. <laughs> this game has suddenly become, how can we avoid doing our own quizzes? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only person that's still legitimately doing them. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, you only had to die to get the answer. (laughs) (laughs) I bet I got him. You got him. Okay, so for mine, I I upped my clever by one to turn it into an A+. I uh, changed my concept from heiress to an alchemist bloodline to um, heiress to a mafia alchemist, specifically. And I also gained the stunt, my father will hear about this. Uh, use a fate point to contact your father and automatically create an aspect with a free invoke. Cool. Cool. Have you mulled over being a poltergeist? I mean, I kind of need to talk to people in this car because I need to convey the fact that we need to go to Wonderland. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to try and possess El Nadir? Yeah, okay. Um, it should be easy. I just sort of jump in, attach all of my <laughs> limbs to his limbs. It's easy, just go in. <laughs> and then it should just work, right? It's like Danny Phantom, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's easy. I just connect my limbs to his and control them. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to use my unbound soul for that. Sure. What's my... DC. Your... Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, DC for this, I will uh, say is moderate at a five. Four, because I'm doing clever. Mm-hmm. And then I have plus two because of my um, stunt. Nice. That's um, a six. So that's uh, two, and then two. So that's pushing me at four. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, and then I'll just spend a fate point to get a plus two by invoking. I got this. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> you can succeed at serious cost. I'd rather not. Yeah, you will just straight think, up turn his brain into soup if you I think, do. I think I could invoke my drive, which is to defend my friends no matter the cost. Um, and I'm going to rationalize this as I need to have this conversation with these people. I need to do whatever I can to try and... To try and get through to this. Mm, mm. Like even ex- potentially exposing yourself in the great danger of piling Correct. another person's body. Yeah, okay. So that puts me at six. Wonderful. You're kind of right. It's like stepping in, putting someone else's skin on as clothing. Um, but when you get inside, um, you feel another presence in there. It's Javari on the deer. And as you're like inside, your mind's eye peeks into his place of power. He's anchored to this well, the volcanic geysers on Ganymede Island. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, he's kind of like, like pacing anxiously up and down the shoreline. Um, but it's not the Jabari on the deer that you uh, know from class. Uh, this is him as a teenager. He is wearing a Fahrenheit's gang jacket. <gasps> hey, how's it going? Yeah, it's good. Who are you? You don't remember me? He gives you like a funny look. He goes, 
No. I'm a Saffron Spirit Caller. Happen to be a student of yours. A student of mine? Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. Why would I want to be a teacher? Honestly, no idea. Um, then he, like, like kicks around in the sand a little bit. Um, he's, like, more than, like, happy for you to, to chill out on the beach with him. He doesn't find it strange. So, um, I need to, um, borrow something of yours for a little bit. You don't seem to be using it right now. And I'll give it back in the same state that I left it in. Whatever. Oh, great. So, are you okay with me doing this? Yeah, I guess. Excellent. Permission is always key when possession takes place. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And next to you in the car, Jabari al Nadia's body wakes up. Professor? Hey, hey, hey! And she starts, like, like, at his face. Like, are you okay, sir? Marja, that hurts. Is it his voice that comes out? It's or his Saffron's? voice that comes out. Okay, okay. So, sir, are you okay? I sort of look down at my hands and move them. Everything seems to be moving okay. I imagine I probably feel like a bit sluggish. Like, like I've got like a, a, a low rumbling headache in the back. Um, that's sort of like something feels wrong, but I'm able to to do what I need to do. I'm not the uh, the teacher. I'm so I'm I'm confused. You would be. I understand how this would be all very weird. It feels weird. I'm Saffron. Wait, Saffy? I'm borrowing Elnadir's body. Oh, oh my! The ethics of that alone is just like I asked. Problematic. Wait, he's, no, he's awake. He's conscious. No, I asked his like mind inner self if I could borrow something of his. Yeah, sure, why not? We need to go to Wonderland to meet up with Rudy. So, I guess so you can get back in your body? I... I don't know. Actually... You will recall um, uh, that while Overlord was working on a way to... Um, uh, to put your soul onto a hard drive, or onto a, an SD card... Um, uh, Saito told the both of you, Marja and Rudy. That the um, professor was the only one who could potentially resurrect another person because he was the only other person that knew of doing said resurrection. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe they'll have something there to help wake the professor up. I mean, does he feel okay in there? Are you okay, I guess? I mean, I have a pretty bad headache and have you ever like just not felt right like everything is wrong like this isn't how this is supposed to feel I'm sort of like touching parts of the car this touch is wrong I guess that would make sense like they're different like nerve receptors and stuff so it would feel different you're literally in a different brain um the chauffeur is looking in the rear view mirror like, the f like <laughs> And yeah, I think Marja notices and she she just like scoots forward along the, the, the leather seats and just sort of pats him on the shoulder like, don't worry, you're gonna get like the biggest tip for this. Like on top of like your regular salary and stuff. 
is super hinky. Um, do you reckon you could like take us down to the Wonderland? Um, yeah, he he nods. He goes, right, I miss, and like <laughs> he like swerves um and pulls in um across from Wonderland. Put it this way, at least this means you don't have to carry Elidia around. Yeah, yeah, no, that there is that, I suppose. Do we have any questions that I should ask him? I mean, can you ask him anything like that while you're possessing him, or should we just sort of like... I mean, I might need to sit down and, you know, think about it for a while. Um, I'd ask him about Jane. Also, was Elidia part of a gang? Why do you ask? In his mindscape, he's wearing a Fahrenheit jacket. Oh, that makes so much sense. That might make sense. Get him to double check about Jane, because Jane was wearing one too in a photo I saw of her. I'm sorry. (laughs) Jane was part of a gang? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I talked to Rudy about that. I don't know. But yeah, I found some photos of Jane, and like she was wearing a Fahrenheit jacket. Well, just the one photo. That's probably how they knew each other. Right. Maybe it's not as, like, parental or paternal as she might think. Which would mm. be, like, uber sad. She doesn't seem to remember anything. I guess we need to have multiple conversations. Yeah, actually, I think we do. And she sort of just looks at you a little bit. We can, we can wait till later for some of those. But I reckon we should probably, like, check with Alan Adir about Jane first. Because if he knows how he, you know, like sorted Jane out. Maybe we, he can sort you out. Maybe. Also, now that I can, I'm not sure I ever apologized. Um, I'm thinking a lot clearer right now than I have in the past you know, since the whole dying incident. Um, yeah, sorry I wasn't there for that. That's, that's fine. <laughs> that happens. Stuff. Sorry I went into your room. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, I, I can't be mad. Just like I mean, you can. I can be mad. Yeah. You have me dying shouldn't put any crimp on me. You being angry at me. Yeah. Well, kind of does, but like it shouldn't. Uh, yeah. I, I don't go in my room. Just knock. <laughs> yeah, I've learned that. If you don't knock when you go into people's rooms, apparently you get labeled a pervert. Yeah. Yeah. She or Shofia looks back and says, Miss, is everything all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's totally fine. Just like some miscommunication. I'll say. And like turns back to the wheel. <laughs> I promise never to go into anyone's personal room again without their consent. It's going to be on like a smoke break with the lot of limo drivers <laughs> later. It's like, yeah, this teacher from the school. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I imagine we're getting quite close to Wonderland and she like, and before I forget, and she holds up her hand in like a, in like the pinky swear motion. No more secrets. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, absolutely. I'm just trying to think about any secrets that I might still have that you don't know about. <laughs> oh, Rudy told me you murdered Kevin. I didn't murder Kevin. <laughs> a chauffeur is... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he clears his throat. He goes, <coughs> "We've arrived." <laughs> She's still holding her hand up. 
technically I did murder Kevin, but I didn't murder Kevin. <laughs> At least I don't remember murdering Kevin. Well, he's alive again. Just like. I know. I brought him back. <laughs> I had no small personal cost to myself, might, you, might I add. Uh, well, I sort of gestured to the fact that I'm in Alnadia's body. Yeah, just please let me know, like, earlier next time so I can help. I mean, look, I'm an open book. You can ask me any questions you want. Yeah, I just... Well, how am I supposed to ask? Hey, have you killed anyone recently? I don't know. How was I supposed to know that I killed anyone? I didn't know until this fucking cat told me that I'd murdered somebody. Yeah, um, uh... <laughs> <laughs> <Shrifer> goes, okay, <laughs> we're here now. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you, and don't forget your confidentiality agreements. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and we get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. He like rests his head up against the wheel, um, and then we cut to outside of Wonderland. Rudy, have you gone there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, I've stepped in. I sent a quick text to Saito. Saito. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, basically, to uh, let me in when I get there. Yeah. 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 Uh, as if he knows, he opens the door as you step, like, step up to it. Uh, hey, man. Hey, Rudy. Um, people are going to be back soon, so we'll have to wait out for them. But you know, before we handle all that stuff, i got to talk to you first about this crab. And he goes, oh, okay. Cool. It's uh, gone missing. It's not really missing if somebody knows where it is. Oh no! Do you mind if we get some cup noodles and sit down? I... <laughs> um, yeah, he goes. Sure, man. Yeah, don't know how Saffron does this stuff. I'm exhausted after it. So, um, yeah, <laughs> he steps inside. Like, yeah, like they, you both rip open like, like cup noodles and sit down a couple minutes later. Mm. Um, and he goes. So, what do you want to talk about the crab for? It's gone missing, and truthfully, um, I'm. Not necessarily the only person looking for it. There's there's a cleaner who has a personal interest in the crab. Oh, yeah. He's going to be even more interested in it soon. Mm, don't love that. What's what's the crab deal, Saito? It's no deal. There's... Rudy, I just want to say I'm so happy that you've taken an interest in my hobbies. Uh, yeah, this, this uh, bug stuff, this crab stuff. There's... Um, out of the ordinary, I'll say that much. Extraordinary, yeah. Ah, uh, I'll let you in on something. Please do. I knew about Kevin's little box. The one with the vape juice in it? Yeah. Yeah, I, you know how it is. Keep a close eye on people. You can understand that, right, Rudy? I've been known to do the same, yeah. Anyway, Kevin Fong, he like, he, in disbelief, like, uh, whispers that Kevin Fong discovered a little something-something extra they've been putting in stuff. Right, it was flavored like the energy drink. Yeah. That's being made by the company. Mm-hmm. And I figured... You know about that? You know about the company... Well, I know it must be coming from somewhere. I only found this out a couple hours ago. Rudy, you... Don't get me wrong. You shouldn't care about this kind of stuff. Going to be trying my hardest not to get too central in it. 
Um, he goes, that's a good thing. What I did, I took Clampy after he lost his little arm. And I wanted to see what would happen if... Whoop. If Clampy ate the nectar. Yeah. And it was awesome. He grew the arm back. Yeah, I'd actually given him some energy drink before that, so I'd probably laid the groundwork for it as well. Yeah. If you want to be the co-author on this research paper, that's fine <laughs> by me. But I know about them, the cult too. Where's Clampy at? He's at the Waste Repository. Uh, he fucking is. That's a dangerous spot for Clampy to be. Yeah, it is. It's going to be awesome. Finally. Finally. And he stands up. He's like kind of ecstatic <laughs> about about like being able to tell you this. Mm. He's like, people are gonna listen to me then, Rudy. Yeah, if you've got a is tell you what, this is something we can put in that we'll go visit Clampy later, basket, huh? <laughs> I'd love to go visit Clampy with you. I would love to go visit Clampy later. But um, I got some friends incoming. How is Overlord doing with her work? Uh, she's handling it, I guess. Um, I see her like running around or at the computer, or yeah, no, she's she's still at the computer, like like madly madly typing with both hands on two keyboards. Um, and um, uh, like there's <laughs> there's like um uh, a bunch of like neophyte uh, technomancers coming around to to help her out. Um, uh, like they, they've got like brainstorming boards up, like how to approach this problem. <laughs> um, uh, and they're looking into like techno necromantic, uh, rituals and things like that and pulling up as much stuff as they can legally access about the occult science of necromancy in general. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, Saito goes, have you looked into Jabari on the deer? We found him in the broom closet like you said he was well, I really hope they're going to show up with him I truthfully do not know what happened to him you got him out he was being tortured and yeah we saved him so hopefully they'll be coming back with him unless the cult has their hands on him in which case that's a whole separate problem but fingers crossed that's um you didn't need to get him if nothing else we've got Marja will have part of his memory in a box. That's kind of hard to explain right now, but... That's... <laughs> oh, that's right. I have his memory box. And hopefully what we'll need is in there, whether we have Jabari or not. He goes, cool. Well, I guess we just sit back and wait then. And that's when I think you guys rock up. Yeah, there's there's the couple of sharp knocks on the, on the door. How are you finding walking in his body, by the way? I'm stumbling like nothing else. Hell yeah. Yeah. Like... Like, like I was a drunk person, is, is, is the way I imagine. Sort of like tripping over every couple feet. Um, I I imagine um, Alnadi is of like a fair bit taller as well. So like yeah. the height difference is throwing me off. Yeah, yeah. The absolutely. build difference is throwing me off. Mm, mm. Just everything is just wrong. He um uh, yeah uh, you you open up the door to this to this place to Wonderland. Rudy, you meet up with the the oh, two of them. Marsha, Professor. Uh, really good to see you. The crab's doing kinda. great. How is how is Clampy? I'd really like to know how that uh, <laughs> special oh. little guy is going. Can I, can I show you something? So you're going to get a huge kick out of this. And uh, I, I pull out one of these tiny crab outfits. 
Yeah. For the clean ad. <laughs> That's going to be really great. Where is Clamp? You got him around here somewhere? Um, and I think at this, Marja just puts a hand on Saffron slash Alnadir's arm. And she's like, Saffy, we don't have the time for this. We really don't. You're right. What? Hey, Rudy, how's it going? Oh, my God, man. You can possess people now? <laughs> you can possess people now. <laughs> kind of. It's really weird. Oh, this is exactly the stuff Babney was on about. I start elbowing you. What? You were going to pay that favor back in triplicate. Trust me. Sure. So he's yeah. still out for the count then, is he? He's in here. Okay. On okay. a beach volcano. Cool. As a teenager. Chill out. Place of power. I feel it. <laughs> and has... Marja got the box. And yeah, she she pulls it out of her one of her many pockets. Slider looks at it greedily. We should probably give that back to Alnadir, right? Like, like is this a copy of his memories or is it his memories? Oh. Considering how erasure probably works, it's probably the latter. Because like they were pulling. He was a teenager in his mindscape. Ah, huh. I don't know. There are like a number of threads, so I assume they relate to different things. It's, the question is, is, is this, and she holds the cube, a copy, or is it just, like, direct removal of things? Oh, my money is on direct removal. Yeah, that's what I'm begging. I think we probably need to put this back in for him to be, like, whole again. I should probably not be in here when that, we do yeah, that. Yeah, we don't want to, like, Frank and infuse you together. That'd be weird. Here's the thing. Marsha, <laughs> those, those cultists you were dealing with. Which ones? They were the ones you met last night. The ones with the Which Day ones? of the Dead stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which ones? <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? Yeah, they were doing some sort of sorcery to remove that from him. Yeah, yeah, like some weird out of science stuff, right? Yeah, I don't. the thing is, I don't know if it sticks back in if you can't do that. <laughs> Maybe Saffron sits in there and guides it in. <laughs> And she turns to Saito. You said you knew how to, like... Do you know how to read these without breaking them? Or put them back without breaking them? Maybe, but... Am I the only one who doesn't really care? I mean, yes. I think it would be great for Homeroom to be cancelled tomorrow, right? And he, like, gives you a playful pat on the shoulder. She doesn't let him touch. Yeah. She just steps backwards. And then he withdraws as well. Yeah. Like this. Like... You said if we want him intact, right? Because you said he'd probably be the only person with the knowledge on how to, you know, get Safi back in his body. We can't, like, chance screwing that up. Think of it this way. It's a lot better to have a resource intact so you can use it again rather than just a one and done it. All right, I can help with that. I have to do that stupid pop quiz tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think he's going to come back and teach tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He's got people hunting for him. I thought he'd be imprisoned. Um, and, and he goes, fine, give me the memory box. She begrudgingly hands it over. Thank you, Marsha. And um, I'm the, trusting you here. He, he smiles at you. So do you want me to jump out? Well, um, Rudy's probably right. Having you inside there is... Having a guy on the inside is probably better than having no one at all. Sure, let me just find a seat. Because <laughs> there is no way that I am not, like, passing out at some point because of this. So I'm going to sort of, like, get comfortable and lean back in mm. a chair. 
um, uh, he he wheels out this um, the, this neural device. Um, uh, it's like a like almost like a half body suit, um, uh, where you know, like he puts you up to nodes that connect to your head, and then also um, like latex rubberized gloves that extend up to your arms and shoulders, slide over the chest like this. So um, cool. uh, and, uh, he's, he's just like, I haven't tried this before, Saffron. I haven't done any of this before. And, um, uh, and then he, um, uh, he, like, he brings out, like, a separate kind of vacuum container, um, to put this memory box inside, because he's dealing with the inexact, like, sorcery of putting these memories back in. And he takes these rubber gloves inside the vacuum seal and, like, opens the box and pulls one of them out. Um, the, like, like, shifts the box to one side and then lays the memory down um, the inside. Um, the, uh, like, when, um, the, when it kind of diffuses, um, the, you feel, like, a shock um, the, through your body. Um, uh, as, like, a memory comes back. And uh, in the mindscape, you see this volcanic geyser erupt, um, spring steam, hot water everywhere. Um, uh, teenage on the deer is, like, standing, looking at it ominously. He goes, There is something majorly wrong here. Saffron, right? Yeah, that's that's right. Do you remember who I am, or just the introduction we had? No, I'm starting to get inklings. You are a guy in my class. At least you remember having a class. I'm a teacher. Ugh. And he goes, What's happening? We found you in a bad place. Uh, and there were... Some people were taking away your memories. And now we've got to give them back. Why would people want the stuff that I remember? How much do you know about outer science? He like shrugs his shoulders and he's like, a little. Yeah, I think you know more than you knew more than you currently do. Do you remember Jane Doe? Jane Doe? Yeah. He goes, yeah, Jane. I remember Jane. Well. Apparently, you might want to sit down for this, but apparently she died, and you brought her back. Yeah, he, he looks kind of cold for a moment, um, uh, and uh, behind him, the, the volcanic geysers erupt again, um, uh, and uh, he goes, She was murdered, yeah. By who? And he, he looks up, and he goes, I don't want you here anymore. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and he like, um, the, you feel like a resistance to you being within his body. Uh, Saito like looks at the the like the neurograph and it's just like, ah, uh, I think we're getting some resistance. Look, that's fine. I'll leave, but I'm trying to help you bring these memories back. What if I don't want them? But you need them. Do you really want to forget what you did? He what? like he like nods his head. Yeah. 
Jane Doe still exists. She's a lot alive in some state. If you forget what you did, how are you going to help her move on? Yeah, um, uh, you feel like like um, uh, resonating throughout the mindscape, um, like he is pushing you out. And now I need your help. Roll me an overcome check here. All right. I'll say that the challenge difficulty rating on this one is a four. I'm going to try and be clever here because mm-hmm. I'm trying to explain to him what's going on. Now, is this interact? This is, is this, in, does this count as interacting with the physical plane? The physical plane? Uh, probably not. No. Okay, that's fine. I had a feeling it wouldn't. Like wielding your ghostly powers, I suppose, but the, the method that you're going along with it doesn't this seem is more, particularly ghosty. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's fine. Oh, boy. Uh, Ooh. That is a negative four. That's a negative two. Jesus, that's not good. Um, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to choose to succeed this because I do not want bad consequences happening in this place. So I'll fail it and get pushed out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you see that uh, Alnadir's body um, uh, and and by extension Saffron is kind of left the building and his body like slumps in the chair that he's seated in. He's still got like the, the neurograph attached to his body. Um, and, uh, Saito says, maybe I should give it another shot. And he starts pulling out another memory. Uh, No, 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 no. I, that went badly. Obviously we need to find another way to display the memories. Can Rudy see me? Not anymore. But Overlord can see you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to walk up to Overlord. Yeah. Um, she's hacking away. She turns and goes, Oh, you're back. Yeah. Um, can you tell them to keep going? They can't see me. Keep going. I'm sorry, what? Uh, Ghost Kid said to keep going. Oh, dope. Thank you. Keep um, putting the memories in? Yes. I just don't think he wants anyone to see his memories coming back. Just tell them that. He doesn't want anyone to see his memories coming back, probably. Like, it is literally his brain being exposed. It's about as naked as you can get. Okay, cool. I guess we all turn around while this is happening then. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, we can just ask him later. Just, yeah, Saito, just put his brain back in. Please and thank you. Saito goes, with pleasure. And um, he, like, like pulls out another um, strand um, and diffuses it through the machine. Um, the, you didn't see any kind of like um, physical response from this, but based on the like the neurograph itself, what they're measuring, um, the, his brain is doing some wacko stuff. You know, he's kind of having like um, uh, activity in his brain that is akin to a dream. Okay, so it's it's like REM dreaming. It's not anything immediately alarming. No, you can see that his body is starting to perspire a bit. Um, uh, like he's got a sweat going um uh, and you start to feel that it gets very hot in the the room with you can can i roll to i guess i know that the the machines are monitoring like the transfer itself but are they aside from his actual like brain waves are they monitoring the rest of his like like his heart rate his blood pressure like yeah. temperature and all like that sort of stuff? basic kind of stuff yeah 
Yeah, yeah. These are just like the things that they put in because they can. Um, and so they, they monitor these these outcomes. Yeah, I think I want to just maybe roll, or if, if it's not worthy of a roll, just check to make sure that along this process, Alnadir doesn't go too far into like dangerous O2 levels or blood pressure levels or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I think um, uh, based on your... I guess rudimentary knowledge of of the um uh, how these graphs work, um uh, then it, you you know that everything is kind of normal. Okay. Um, uh, but you know, like his the brain patternings are looking very strange. Um, from my experiences with uh, Kevin so far, um, post being reconstructed, some stuff's gonna get dumped. Just like little neural pathways. Let's just hope it's nothing that we like need you see that um uh, he begins to smoke alnadia yeah where everywhere um the like like there's smoke like emanating from his body and uh like like it, the closer you get to him the harder it is to to kind of interact with him as a person hey saito uh, how much longer is this gonna take um well um <laughs> He like um uh, pulls out another memory very quickly, and he goes, "I'll crank it up then." And like um he like diffuses another one, and halfway through the process, uh, Alnadir's arms burst into flames. Oh, um, Jesus! Uh, yeah, he is a five ring sorcerer. This could still be normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I assume it's a defensive mechanism. The armchair that he's in catches fire, um, and people in the in the cast are freaking out. <laughs> Um, okay, I, I, I'm going to use my stunt, uh, here is one I prepared earlier, as an alchemist. I would 100% have something to stop fires, because I would create them constantly in the lab. Yeah. Whether it be a fire blanket, or probably, actually, it'd probably just be like a collapsible fire blanket. Yeah, okay, sure. I would just like to rip that out and dump it on him. Just, like, cover him with it and put out this immediate fire. Yeah. Give me, like, an overcome roll on this one. Uh, this is probably going to be a quick... Just standing above him, smacking him with this towel. Um, this is going to be a difficulty rating of uh, four, I'll say. Okay, that's a minus one. That's a three. Um, Screw it, I'm going to use a fate point. I don't want my teacher to burn alive. I'm just going to use a fate point to, to pass that. What kind of aspect are you invoking? Actually, actually, I might use my free reroll for a talent, Michelin Star Alchemist. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I would be pretty well versed with putting out fires, I feel. You're calling on your alchemical toolkit to do it. Yeah. That's kind of better. That's kind of better. That's a four. That's exactly what you needed. Yes. Um, uh, you succeed. Um, uh, this fire, like, like, it looks like it's gonna arc up out of control in any moment, but like the, uh, I guess the the Olsen brand um, fire blanket that you toss over the um, uh, his burning form um, quickly smothers. Um, the armchair is in disrepair, but he's okay, and his clothes are fine too. Mm. Okay, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. Um, uh, he's still smoking, but he isn't on fire. Um, uh, is there anyone who wants to do anything in particular? I think I'm just going to keep standing guard and keep putting out fires as they come. <laughs> yeah, this is completely outside of my pay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, 
I think the thing that Rudy has done, he's he's like taken enough steps back that he's not going to get smoke in his face. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Waiting yeah, yeah. very nervously. It's like like the fire alarms start going off, um, uh, and a couple couple like um, uh, neophytes with like uh, fans hold them up to the the fire alarms. <laughs> Someone else brings out a glove and lays it over the top. Mm-hmm. And as if, uh, you know, like on cue, some of them pull out cigarettes because there's no way that the smoke detector is getting anything anymore. I'm surprised <laughs> it was even turned on in the first yeah. place. <laughs> um, I would like to examine what's going on. Um, as someone who has studied five ring sorcery yeah. extensively mm-hmm. and been taught it. Extensively. <laughs> I mean, you had to study it extensively <clears throat> in order to fake it. Absolutely, I do. Yeah. Um, I would like to use my false sorcery, mm. which is a plus two to clever, um, when doing things with like lying about knowing five ring sorcery. Yeah, okay. Um, so I'm sort of trying to tap into anything I know about it to try and come up with some sort of explanation about what could be going on that I could relay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm going to overcome clever. Mm-hmm. What's the role for that? That's uh, a three. Okay, great. Um, that cancels that out. Um, a four is a zero, isn't it? Three and four is zero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's a plus one. One, two, three, four, five. Awesome. The way, the way you kind of understand this, um, is that, um, five ring sorcery is pathologically driven. Um, uh, so it deals with, deals with inner emotions. Um, it's the most spiritual of the, um, of the magical forms, and you think that with exposure to potentially traumatizing memories, um, the, that is why there's been this spot fire. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna relay that to um, Overlord. Yeah. Um, to have her relay. <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> to everyone else. The memories are making him sad, guys. When he gets sad, he sets shit on fire. That seems like a weird... Crying seems... Oh, he's unconscious. Okay, like... Saito, how many are left? Um, then he goes... Oh, several. Hmm. Yeah, if we stick all of those into him, he's just going to be an inferno in here. We've got to find a way to prioritize them. Or give him time to... Pro- or give him time to process those emotions before just jamming more in the question is is that time we especially you have there are overlord is relaying this yeah yeah, Um, yeah. there are cultists hunting for all of us now at this point not at the moment what no no well at least until they coin on yeah i told them i was you know escorting al nadir the principal why the hell would they just listen to you, though? Because I'm the student council president. People listen to me. Oh, you pretended to be deep into that call, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't want to die. Uh... So I'm, like, in with them now, I guess. But now, if this is going to take time, because Safi's probably right, we should probably do this incrementally. But in the meantime, if I don't go talk to the principal sooner rather than later, he's going to come looking for Al Nadir. And we, I have the sneaking suspicion if we stop this halfway through, it's not going to be good. You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter 
or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us. Thanks for listening and see you next week.